Hello and welcome to this, the ninth episode of season three of Blood on the Severn, a Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle set in Bristol, England in the year 2017. With me tonight. Bex playing Nandazol with the Ministry. Peter playing Yanish Kroll of Clan Chimitsu. Rob playing Dermot Bryan of Clan Malkavian. And Alice playing Matilda Wells of Clan Venture. So, first of all, thanks uh, for joining us tonight. We are delighted to have you, as always. Uh, stay tuned for a very important, a very important announcement uh, during the break that we're we're gonna be having a sincere and honest chat with you guys. Um, and let's jump right in. So, last episode and the previous, you know, the chronicle is about to end, and. Uh, and a lot of decisions, some of them predictable, others completely out of left field, uh, got us where we are. The Coterie is making arrangements to go on a, a little boat trip uh, within a week. This boat trip is to hunt for Rose, aka Annie the false Malkavian, or the Tremere with a vendetta. Now, many people had an interest on going after her. And uh, the factions have been contacted. Teach has offered to make arrangements for, for the boat. He's going to be one of his boats. Uh, so they can... You, chase her and look for her using the compass that was gifted to the coterie well given back to squid to by charlie shrike but the that is right now in the custody of matilda and speaking of matilda she has made some very dangerous decisions Obasi cast in the life boon over her and gave her two options. Go to the Camarilla or help him kill Roger Smith. Now, she decided to kill Roger Smith. Air quotes on that one. Big ones. Hey, kill Roger Smith. Um, and she's technically bound by the traditions of the kindreds of Bristol to do so. But just as she accepted this, she turned to the Camarilla and told Obasi what his plans were in killing not only Roger, but Nathaniel. And then turned to Roger and made him aware of things happening. Um, contravening a lot of the rules. And, well, the, the sage advice of those in the library that would go, don't betray a boon, because that is what our society is built on. Matilda, however, very dangerously has decided to play this game. In the other hand, Dermot, with the information he gleaned from Matilda, decided to contact Nathaniel. And the prince was amazed at this rare gift this oracular ability that dermot possesses that allows him to see obasi someone who oddly enough has been outside of any 
of the raider of any kindred that has tried to use their powers and oracular abilities on him. People cannot read his future, his fate, his aura, his thoughts. And yet Dermot seemed to know. The cobweb has been tense because a lot of messages of dire times coming have been thrown into it. And uh, Malkavian across the city are on edge. Others outside the city have felt it too. So Nathaniel is making arrangements to get Obasi into that boat, as well as Alexander Walker, sheriff of the Bristol Camarilla and regent of the Tremere Chantry in the city. And there is also another Camarilla, Audrey, joining the efforts in the hunt. The children of summer have had dire warnings from the tongue of Kupala. And now Nanjasel, feeling herself a holy warrior blessed by the gods, wants to tackle on all the problems on her own. She did manage very successfully to infiltrate the den of their enemies and get all the photographic evidence she needed from the ledger. A ledger that told him, told her and Janish and uh, <clears throat> all the information that is required about the, the movements from the Second Inquisition, specifically from the Society of Leopold. Turns out the group believed themselves to be an isolated cell with only three people, Father Michael, one of them, knowing that their efforts are being concerted with the greater society over the world. There were also different emotions crossing Nanjasel for Kupala and the gods have chosen a mortal sane to develop, the, to deliver their message. Janice has been trying to reassure her that everybody has a role and the fact that they have a role doesn't make them special. In the meantime, Janish discussed with the librarian all the information gained from Nanjasil and managed to steer his search and efforts away from the city, leaving the children of summer, or specifically the high conclave that Janish leads to deal with the society within Bristol. At the end of the session, we had many kindred being making arrangements for the boat trip as Janus had a conversation with Mark, a mortal, former parisher and member of the social groups, not a member of the Society of Lipo, but, some, but someone from Sir Michael, uh, Father Michael's flock, someone that Nanjasel had managed to steer in his direction. And the information he's providing about the daily runnings of the church has proven to be invaluable. So now we're going to jump into that week preceding everybody 
getting on a boat in uh, however long the trip takes. So I know that Nangisel and Dermid, Nangisel wanted to have a conversation with Dermid. Is that correct? Yeah, I think she will look to do that. She'll look to do it on the boat, if she can do it on the boat, once we're okay. at sea. If there's a private place to do it, but otherwise, somewhere near water. Okay. Understood. So, uh, so okay. if, if, you're, if you're wanting it to happen before, before we get on the boat, then probably she'll see about inviting him over to, to Janusz's haven. <sighs> so they can get... Because there's a river, right? There is. Yes, there is. Okay. Uh, well, that can so happen... Obviously, because he might you... come because he hates it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing <laughs> is that you don't know exactly what type of boat will Teach be taking. No. I mean, he's making sure that there is, there's a group, group, the big group of kindred, so he will be making sure that you have enough space and then the possibility of a ball, of course, of the, the, the certainty of having um, rooms that are completely uh, sunproof and the like, because you don't know how many days this is going to take. But with regards of privacy, it is still unsure. You would imagine that a man like teach would definitely try to secure a boat or, or, or a vessel that will allow for certain uh, privacy but if you wish to do that uh, to have that conversation before leaving it can be easily arranged as no, long as Janusz agrees to to let um, Dermot be in his domain so I think it's important to her that this conversation happens near war so if, if Janusz doesn't agree to that she'll ask to meet him at harbor or something it's a straightforward thing a location okay so would janish be amicable to having dermot in his domain in his head yeah, i don't i don't see why not okay okay so we we can have that conversation happen before everybody goes on a boat trip um matilda was there anything you needed you, you wanted matilda sorry alice is there anything you wanted matilda to do before so i know which scenes we're we're gonna put in which order yeah um i would be it'd be nice to have a quick chat with janish before we go on the boat at some point okay um, or we can do that after um Dermot and Nanj have a talk okay okay let's let's go with those two conversations and then see what Dermot and janish would like to do uh, also during that week okay so uh, Dermot, uh, Nangisel says that she would like to have a word with you at hers, basically at Janish's. Sounds fine. <laughs> I, I promised to go down there when he came to listen to my music, so I'm going to have to get used to it. So this seems like good exposure therapy. Okay, okay. So Dermot shows up, and uh, Nangisel takes him... Um, uh, around the house, not through the house. So around yeah. the yeah, because there's the, grounds, the, isn't there? So we yeah. can, we can yeah, walk yeah. the grounds. Yeah, there's there's plenty, plenty of green. Well, uh, find a place to sit, like by the river or something. Absolutely. So she's avoiding the house. Well, Dermot is de deliberately avoid avoiding the house. Doesn't seem like Nangisol is doing the same. She's more like taking you to a specific place. But uh, at least you're happy because you you from your previous experience, you do know that most of the souls of the restless dead reside or hang around 
the actual, the proper, the house proper. So, mm. so this takes you a little bit outside. So whenever we get where, you know, wherever this is, uh, I will, I'll just be make, making sure there's nobody else around. Um, and I'll say, um, thanks for coming to see me. I thought no it might be, might be a good idea if we, well, not too far away from getting on a boat and going out to God knows where. Or it might be sensible if we cleared the air a bit. I know you don't like to let things rest. Well, don't ever seem like much good comes of it. I hate agree. So, uh, I gotta say, I was surprised that day when I showed up at the HQ and Mitchell was sitting there. Felt a little bit like you threw me under the bus, mate, if I'm honest. So I thought I'd... You know, we know each other a little while, right? You don't seem like that sort of bloke to me. So I thought, you know what, Nans, don't... Don't lose your shit about it straight away. Go and ask him what's going on. Happen. I, I, I got that sense, and... Uh... I've avoided trying to, you know, talking to other people about it as much as possible, but um seem to be asking some rather pointed questions. Well. And didn't really want to give my answers until we'd had a conversation. Well, I'm grateful for that at least. So I thought when we chatted you had you had a view about the people who killed your mate and you had a a thing in mind to do with it now I was going to send them on to the sheriff after we chatted I thought I won't do that give them over to you they have a favour alike you know since we were tight I wow I must admit, I wasn't exactly in my right mind when we talked about it entirely. And it turns out the person who did take action against my clanmate, it was someone else. And he's seen some proper justice. Now, that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be some justice brought against others but you know the blood was up and I just wanted a chance to talk over it with uh, these guys because they didn't strike me when I met them before as the kind who do something as stupid as this so I wanted to hear what they had to say before uh, passing on, on in any way shape or form And it seemed to me that uh, they weren't deserving of just being handed over like that. And you didn't think to tell me at a time you'd had a change of art. It didn't occur certain. to you that I'm someone who's known in this city to hold to my word. 
And actually, by breaking that on your behalf, who's doing you a favour? I'm I'm a bit confused by this, Nange, because you didn't hold to your word. You gave them over to me. Exactly. And if it ended up with the Camarilla, then what exactly did intended? You know, if somebody came to you and asked you the question, how it affected they end up with the Camarilla? Well, no one was going to know that because I was. Had you not been, had you not been taking care of them, I would have sent them straight to the sheriff, and no one would have known it came from me. Only ways it got out it was coming from me in the first place was because you did something different. Now I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying about having a change of heart. I do. Believe me, that is something. That is something I'm more than familiar with. I'm just, just fucked off, and I. Because now, I'm in the shit. They've sailed off into the sunset. Or not even the fucking sunset. That was like what was meant to happen. But they've, they've off-skied out of the town. And at some point, they're going to come back here and have it in for me. Or send someone back here who's got it in for me. And actually, that is my outcome when I was trying to do you a favour. So, that is why I'm teed off, mate. You don't think the Camarilla would have actually, like, put them on display? No, I don't. I think the Camarilla would have done what the Camarilla does. It probably would have done him in and that would have been that. I don't think you know the Cam as well as you think. I don't think I know the Cam that well. But, either way, it wouldn't have been tracked back to me. So I wouldn't have had the problem what I've got now. I'm sorry, Nanj. That's... that's... That's fair enough. Thank, thank you for thank you for saying that. That's not what I thought you would say. And 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 you know, if what you say is right and they weren't the ones what did it, then the outcome's for the best. I just watch my back accordingly, or or you know, I pay them off some other means or something. I mean, there was one other thing that might have affected my decision making. What's that? That's when fucking Charlie Shrike turned up. Charlie? Why did that affect your decision? He came all the way across the fucking globe just to see what happened to his child, and he seemed pretty fucking pissed about it. Hmm. I gotta now, say, I don't think Sandy's the child would come across to look for me. Exactly, like, and if, if that's the case, and suddenly his only grandchild disappears, I'm not sure that he's going to be happy about that either, so... I think perhaps even though we might be where we are now, it might be a hell of a lot better than having his grandchild disappear and in some way, shape or form that leading back to the two of us in the way. I mean, you're right. If he would have showed up and Mitchell would have been dead, probably would have had thoughts about it, for sure. I'm just saying, maybe this is all for the best, but I'm... You know, if there's anything I can do to try and help uh, get that target off your back, then I'll do what I can. Well, they're in the wind, aren't they? So, I don't know. But maybe I might ask you for your help if they show back up at some point in the future. If um, they don't, just, then all's well that ends well. Just a quick thing. Dermot knows where they are because you are producing the documents yeah. and everything and you're keeping them so you 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 know that Nigel doesn't just reminder I uh to say I'll do what I can to help out but I mean it would help to understand why exactly you did what you did because 
I dealt with you for a while, you know, and you're not one to break your word lightly. Not ever that I've seen, but... Right. I don't know why suddenly this happened. You promised them that they'd get out of town and suddenly you hand them over to the camp. Right, not even not, getting any credit for it. It's not... I know, and it's not what I would normally do, but... But... There's a different problem with Mitchell. And... You know, it would just be better for everyone, including Ruby. He wouldn't have been around. At the end of the day, he's keeping her from where she needs to be. Spiritually stunting her, if you like. Don't make no sense. And once he was not around, she was free of his, well, frankly, controlling behaviour. And that, that was what I was aiming at. If he weren't around, the can took care of him, she wouldn't be under his thumb no more. Now, lost two things, right? Because obviously she ate my fucking guts. Because I walked out back into the Avon and she was standing outside waiting for me. I wasn't even expecting it. I couldn't say that to her. You've, you've understood. You've, you must have met or known people who've been in those sort of places before. You can't tell them nothing. I couldn't say to her, you know what, your bloke has got in for you, he's a bad fucking influence on you, I'm taking care of it. She wouldn't have had that off me. I'd just as well as say nothing at all. That's why I did it, mate. For true and clear. Well, he's not worth it. You did seem a little bit angry. But I don't know, I mean, you know... At least he can't come back for the moment now, Nanj, can he? Can, Unless he but, gets all this sorted. But that don't solve the problem with Ruby, right? She's still got the right ass with me. And I first met her when we were both in the same boat. She just had someone close to her died. She needed someone who understood what I was like. She and I talked for a long time. It was good mates. And now, because of him... That's all gone up shit creek without a paddle, hasn't it? Aye. Well, as I say, I'm sorry if that's led to that, but I didn't exactly know all the deeds, did I? Well, no, but... I... I'm honest. I didn't tell you them, because I didn't think it'd be relevant. I thought you'd pick them up, do whatever you was going to do, and it'd be irrelevant. And she'd... Not... She'd not have to worry about her. But... Okay. Lesson learned, mate. Aye. Well, let's not do anything like that again, shall we? No. Two of us. No. Right, we can agree on that. And on this fucking boat trip, mind I got your back. You'll have mine. Absolutely. Anyway. Right, well. I, uh... Guess that squares us off then, right? If you're happy, then, uh... I'm happy. And as the both of you leave, Dermot getting ready to get on his car and <clears throat> continue his preparations, I'm going to ask Rob to make a wits 
plus aspects roll for me. can just mm. roll it directly with the... I think I don't have a great roll on this, but let's give it a go. Two successes. There seems to be something in the water. Of course there is. You're not very sure <laughs> Creepy young what it potato. is. Probably got crocodiles. Let me rephrase that. There seems to be someone in the water. Did you see that right? Someone moving yet remaining in the same place. Well, uh, I think he's a bit freaked out generally in being there already. It's not likely he's going to wander over to the water and encourage somebody <laughs> to reach out, grab him and pull him in. Because that's probably what's going to happen in his mind's eye. Yep. <clears throat> but so yeah, there he'll, is. He'll note it and then and walk off. Someone in the water looking at the, at the two of you. Okay. So at some other point during that week, either before, sorry, either before or after this conversation takes place, uh, Matilda shows up to Janice's haven. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll just invite him for a walk around the domain if he. Oh, so not not in the haven, but just around the domain. Oh, yeah, 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 around the domain. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Duchess with me then, and I'll go for a walk with Matilda yeah. if she wants. Yeah, walking the dogs. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So I think walk. She'll sort of lead Janish, I suppose, around the direction of where we found Jonathan Fowler and yeah. that kind of area. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and just some sort of partway through the walk, say, um, um. You know, I really respect the way you are with your group and your um your leadership. Oh, oh, very kind of you to say, Matilda. Yeah, they obviously trust you a lot, and they um, you want what's best for them. Hmm. You obviously probably have to make hard decisions sometimes. Do you? Sometimes, yes. Things that others don't under, quite understand or like. Well, if you are making the point that I am often misunderstood, then yes, I agree with you. Yeah. But you do it anyway, right? Because that's, that's what's the right thing to do. I uh, have the feeling you are taking me on a journey somewhere, Matilda. I I want to ask your help because there are things in motion at the moment that you're not I've kept you in the dark about um, I, I feel bad about it but I'm trying to gauge whether I should share quite frankly because it might put you in a difficult position I see you are saying that if you are to enlighten me, that might place me in some kind of danger or moral quandary. Yes. 
And you have just said quite clearly that I'm someone who often does what they think is right, no matter the consequences. You have concern over my response. This is not another issue of poaching, is it? It's not poaching. I was very disappointed when you and Nandazel came out with that. Yes. No, I understand. I saw the look on your face. Hmm. I knew you weren't um, much pleased. Well, I'm, not... I'm pleased that it's not that, at least. Yeah, it's it's not poaching. Hmm. Um, there are things that might happen. I will, in which, right, given, given what you said, I will try to be as vague as possible while also still letting you know. There are things on this happening on this boat that might happen on this boat that aren't just to do with Annie. There are political conflicts, there are vendettas, and there are there's quite a degree of risk. You're saying it might be dangerous on the boat and I'm not because of Rose. I'm saying it might be dangerous Rose. and it might not have anything to do with Rose. Or Rose might actually be quite low on the priority list. But that is the whole purpose of the trip, Matilda, to hunt Rose. Is it not? Or is there some it, other it, purpose it, it I'm unaware is. of? It is. No. But it's... We have a lot of very important people going on this boat and a lot of history within them. So I just wanted to let you know that it might get complicated. You wish me to be on my guard on the I boat? I would like you very much to be on your guard. I see. Well, thank you for this vague warning. I'm a little unclear where you wish my help. You said you wished my help with something. It seems you Once are trying to help me by giving me a warning, but what is it you want from me? Once we finish this boat ride, once we get off, there's a very great chance that the library might not be happy with me. I would very much like, and I'm happy to ask for the major boon that you owe me I would very much like you to speak on my behalf should it get serious well that is an appropriate use of a boon wish to call it in I will of course speak on your behalf of course if it does happen I will tell you what is going on so you can be better prepared that does Um, seem sensible but yes if you can, um, if I can hold you to that, that I would appreciate that. Of course, I will not forget the debt I owe you, Matilda. Thank you. You know that I am someone who keeps their word, and that is an important thing to me. As is our friendship that we have developed over the years. Yes, as it is to me, and I hope that you keep that in mind going forward. Hmm. Well. All right. Why don't we go back? gone far enough yes yes well on the way back as you are discussing testing the limits of our friendship in the future perhaps it would be sensible to reinforce those bonds before that time yeah how so well you mentioned that in your view and you are also i believe someone who who has strong views on things and believes passionately in right and wrong And you are willing to make a stand on such things. It stuck with me that you said that you felt I was owed revenge 
as to what happened to my family and to me many years ago. So you are? Well, it is my intention to begin taking some of that revenge. And I wish to do something delicate that I would like the, the individual who will be uh, the subject of this particular piece of vengeance to not remember. And I recall that you have been very skilled in the past at covering things up that have been uh, done. Is it? Is it delicate? Is it dangerous? I do not believe so. The individual is a dangerous individual. So it is possible they pose a threat. However, I doubt they will expect that we are coming and I doubt they will be prepared for Nanjazelle. Very few are. Indeed, indeed. But whilst Um, I believe Nanjazelle is perfectly skilled to do what must be done, it is likely it will leave something of an imprint in their mind, one that I would prefer not be there, until we are ready for them to remember in full. And that is not yet. I'm, I'm happy to help you with this. Thank you, Matilda. Uh, it means a lot to me. Yes. A lot. You're welcome. Good, good. Well, in that case, I will speak with Nanjazel and we will get things into motion. It should not take very long. Right, yeah. Okay. Good, good. Well, we should, as you say, we should return now our business is completed. Hey, there's a... It was a lovely walk back. And um, Matilda makes her way again to make preparations for the trip. So Dermot and Janish, were there any things that you wanted to do before it was the, you know, the day you should embark in this quest, this dangerous trip of betrayal and peril and and, and also looking for Rose? Sorry? Fortune and glory. Yeah, fortune, <laughs> fortune and glory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh I'm gonna have to get things sorted because I've now got I'm I'm a responsible pet owner. So uh ah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a nice um collar for Spot. Oh, uh, the name is Spot. Good Spot. name. Good to know. Also known as the Viscount. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we'll get him appropriate collars and uh, and sort it out, you know, uh, pamper him a bit, get lots of toys, and uh, and I need obviously we're going on a boat trip, so I need a dog sitter. So I'll uh, I'll be spending some time getting a dog sitter. Okay, cool, cool. Various sensible arrangements. Yeah, probably probably therefore reaching out uh, to my my agent to get that. That's what they they're there for. They sort this kind of shit out. They'll help you with someone. <laughs> So yeah, I'll reach out to my agency about trying to get some dog sitting and and stuff sorted out while I'm away out of town. Okay, and Janish. Um, I mean, apart from making sure that he's well fed and that Evelina and Co are kind of prepared for him going away for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, the main thing that he will want to do, and I, I don't know if there'll be time to do this kind of in session, but he would like to take. Oh, he'll want um, to get the details of. The, of that Nanjazel has and pass them on to Craig because he could look up the addresses and things of where they were. Yes, yes, you, you already did that, yeah. Yeah, and the, sorry, 
I'm old, I forget, you see, Carlos. It's fun. <laughs> um, and then the, the other thing that he would quite like to do if there's time in the week is take Nanjazal and Matilda out on a little shopping trip. Okay. Brackets. Okay. Teeth harvesting trip. Okay. Um, you wanted that to make it to be a short scene with the three of you? Um, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, in this case, I would believe Matilda would pick you up, okay. uh, the two of you. Okay. And uh, so Janish will tell you where to go. Thanks. So, um, I should say he will have been asking Nandazel on the lead up to this trip about someone that she thinks will be the easiest if we had to get them on their own or do something to them. I mean, I'll choose whoever I think is yeah. appropriate. Yeah. You, you would have a very, very good idea by yeah. this point. So especially I'll, with I'll... Craig's information. So when, when they're together, um, I will say thank you both for coming. I mentioned this to you, Nanjazel, there was something we must do and that right. Matilda would be incredibly helpful in making sure that the society don't realise. As you're aware, Matilda, we must do something about the society. But it is important they do not realise we are moving against them until we are ready. And that is why what we do tonight must be hidden from them. So your role, if you will, is to, to make sure the individual forgets what is done to him. And uh, Nanjazel, your role is to knock out as many of his teeth as you can. And bring them to me. Knock them out or pull them out? I don't really care, providing they are removed from his mouth. Mm, all right. Do it with his teeth. Well, you must understand, Matilda. This man is a soldier for the society. He is... He is an enemy of ours, and in a, in a greater sense, in a ritualistic sense, we are pulling the teeth of the society in this action. In a, I will use those teeth in prayer, such to weaken them for when the time comes. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. Mm. Not, you couldn't, you couldn't do their hair, his hair follicles or anything else, it has to be No, it must be teeth. teeth. Matilda, it must be teeth. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll produce some pliers. I'll be like, these would be alright for it. I think it would be wise if he was to think, for example, that he had fallen down the stairs or been involved in some accident. Or... You want me to punch him in the face a bit or something? Then it'll make it easier when he wakes up and looks in the mirror and he's got no teeth. Yes, it? I think it... what I don't want is them to realise we're moving against them. So let your judgement guide you. Providing he forgets and we have the teeth, that is all that How matters. How many teeth do you need? If I take him all out, he's not going to think he fell down the stairs. No, no, just yeah, as, as many as you think can be plausible. A handful. To, maybe. A handful, probably only two, otherwise he'll think he's been deaf, won't he? Mm, I would like three or four at least. Well, can't we go to another person? If you wish, but the more that it happens, I feel the more suspicious it is. Yeah, I think the fewest teeth that you can... You know, well, do you, only the thing with. How, many, how many is it? Four, do you reckon? This is not an exact science, Nanjazal. It is, it is oh, wait, a it symbolic idea? gesture. What does is? it matter if he's got like fillings and stuff? No, it? it does not matter. That... Right. Well, if I want to take more teeth out, I could always replace some of his teeth with my teeth in the gaps. I might grow back tomorrow, wouldn't I? Oh, I have not considered have that. Different... Are, you, are you skilled in dentistry, Nanjazel? No, something... but it's just a matter of pulling out, isn't it? 
But also know that he has different shapes. I mean, you know how well, your he teeth does. Feel no one knows face. what their back teeth looks like. How will you I attach? Like you know if they're wrong. How will though? you attach your teeth into his mouth? <laughs> Just put them in. It's not how it works, Nanazal. Right. Okay. Couple of teeth. Couple of teeth. Well, I'll make him think that he's fallen down the stairs or taken a yeah, a it's trip good. And, right, uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if I push him down the stairs, more than a couple of his teeth will fall out. More than Absolutely. a couple of his teeth falling out sounds perfect. Alright. Uh, the other thing is, obviously we've got to make sure he don't scream his head off while I'm doing it. So I was thinking, actually, if I feed one until he passes out, don't take his teeth out, be, and then we won't be hungry when we go on the boat trip. Do that. That's you knock him over the head, but if you're hungry, then you might as well have a bite. Mm. I mean, the trouble with bopping him over the head is, if you get it wrong, and he stays conscious, he screams like blue bloody murder. And then, you know, the police come, and there's sirens and fucking shit. And you've got yeah, you're right. Just I, take I will make sure he doesn't scream. Oh, all right. And then you may do what you wish. I think if he is drained of too much blood, they may become suspicious. We must remember who they are, and who they are used to dealing with. If something suspicious has happened to him and he has been drained of blood, well, that will put them on their guard. I didn't mean killing him, no I. Went till he was unconscious. That is a significant amount of blood then. Right. Well, shall we? Alright, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so um I think <laughs> this is gonna be like a funny one. Um you will find uh the a, co- a couple of people that are going to be meeting and after that breaking ways and, and you had your eye in a couple of them a few mm-hmm. of them uh specifically two one you know that has a uh, from craig you have he has a uh, he makes a habit of after being in you know whatever it is that they're doing in their meetings he walks around sort of as if, as if he tried to lose people's trails and um but he always ends up going to a a small co-op or Texas Express or something that is open before making his way to his house. Um, and that is the person that is most likely to be at some point since he's he always tries to lose a, a little bit of a paranoia trying to lose people uh, from following him. He ends up going into places that are more solitary or you know more unlikely to have people around. He's not like he's hanging around in the center. And this is one of the actual soldiers of the. He's not. He's not in his house. Uh, no, he knows, he's on his way to his house. Right. So, so I think it's relevant then that his memory needs to be relevant to where he is because he's not in his house. He can't really have fallen down the stairs. I will. I should um, Cause, clarify cause I, I'm, was, What I'm thinking yeah, is, I, there's a point about I, him. Him, if if he thinks he's been mugged, and there'll be an investigation, right? With yeah, with actually my. Um, dominate, I can make him forget the past few minutes I can um, issue a longer more complicated command to this, uh, basically I can cloud memory, I can mesmerise, I can't actually Change I don't memory. have the forgetful mind so I can't oh, fine, rewrite okay. the previous memory so he will just forget and feel All like right. he has I mean, amnesia I just ask what quickly yeah. Well, yeah. when we Yash uh, will say something like um, I will I will prepare him for you now and then you may take him where you wish and Right. So when we're near his house, mm-hmm. or even if he goes into his house, I guess, mm-hmm. Yanish will go and knock on his door. Okay. 
um, he, uh, who is this? Uh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I, um, I just wonder if I can have a moment of your time. And he opens the door just slightly. You can see the chain. He's like, sorry, mate. everything all right? Say, uh, no, no. Um, it, it's my dog. Your, your dog? What happened to your dog? Sorry. I, I just wonder if you could uh, have a look. She's uh, a little troubled. I, I can't get her to move, you see. Look, she's on a point wherever I've left Duchess sitting. I'll say... Massive dog not moving, okay. Say, I, I can't. I think it's her back leg. Uh, can you do a manipulation plus up to future roll for me, please? I can certainly try. <laughs> uh, let's see now. Doop-be-doop-be-doo. Uh, I will rouse for this, of course. Of course. Because I really don't want to mess this up. Hey, that is four successes. That is a good roll. Can you do a rouse check for me, please? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. There we go. You don't go hungry. That's how I like uh, The man says, oh, oh. Just, yeah, just give me a second. And he, he closes the door. You hear the chain unlocking. And then he he starts walking towards the Duchess. Like, and he's because he sees your cane and everything. So you look like someone who cannot you know, yeah. do anything to, to this big dog. So I will shuffle uh, over to him as he's going to the Duchess. And I'll put a hand on his arm and look at him and just say, I think she just needs calming down. And I'm going to um, use my animalism to calm his beast. Well, the beast. Well, okay. the beast. Can you make a roll? As far as I remember, um, Quell the Beast is a animalism. Yeah, it's animalism. Plus. It's, yeah, animalism plus charisma. Okay, cool. Charisma plus animalism, please. And I have a. Um, uh, do it as it is. Okay. <clears throat> um, oh, I can re-roll some dice here, can't I? With willpower. Uh, you can re-roll two. two. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a go at that. Okay, cool. Wow, that's that's good. Okay, so five successes. Basically, they you can feel. Give me a second, because I am making his roll. But with five successes, I mean, you can feel him resisting a little bit. But not my will, man. Not, not yet. Not the full brunt of your powers. But you can sense him being trained to resist mm. this sort of thing. He is incapable of doing any actions. So I'll turn he to Nandazel and say, um, he is yours, Nandazel. Okay, so I'm going to take him back into his house. He will leave the door open. Yep. I'll encourage the other people that are with us. So Matilda and Janice to come with yep. us into the yeah, house. Yeah. Follow along. Um, 
I'll say to Janusz. I'll have the Duchess wait outside because I think dog fur is very telltale if, if she pads around the house, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll say to Janusz, so he's not going to scream? No, he will not scream. Right. In which case, I sit him down in the chair, tip his head back, get out my pliers and start pulling his teeth out. Well, she's starting to do that. I will say to Matilda, they are trained. They know of us and they know our ways. He will not forget easily. He won't. So, do my best. So one thing that I'm going to do is I'm taking four teeth, right? Yep. Four teeth. So I'm going to take one from each side at the bottom and the top. Um, and I'm going to take them from alternating positions. So I'm not taking the same one at the top as I am from the bottom. Yeah, like it's not I see. make if, eating a pain in the neck for him. I see if he had, yeah, he won't if he have had any been purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, as if someone had been hit like on the side, yes, and then like some teeth from yes. up and down fall. Okay, okay. But I'm, I'm not going to make them obvious ones in the front of his face, right? No, so yeah. more like on yeah. the side. Of course, it, it, you're trying to make it look as if he hit his head, yeah. his his jaw sideways. Yeah. I mean, I also am going to punch him in the in the side of the face, so there's a bruise. But okay. Not till after I've got the teeth, because I don't want to damage them. So. Okay. So, you do that. Just give me a second to see if there is any, any pushback from the poor man as this is happening, because, I mean, no anesthetics and the like. Okay, you make quick work of the poor, poor man. Taking like a couple of teeth of teeth from from the top and bottom, and then smacking him on the side of the face as hard as you can. I'm not like breaking his jaw or whatever, but enough that it will. It no, could but enough that he will be. That, you know, it will be very bruised. Yeah. Um. Once Nan looks like she's done her work. Um. Oh, sorry. Just a sorry. Just oh, sorry. a quick aside. I take great care to collect any of the blood that pools for this and bring it with us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because you want him, if there's going to be any any blood, it's where he's supposed to have fallen. I also want the blood to be in the ground at the haven. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> because, because it's because creepier. Because Society of Leopold, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you will have to make a Charisma plus Dominate check. Um, because even though the power is automatic on mortals, this guy he's like you know in in yeah. a state that he will resist it. Okay, would it make any kind of difference if I mesmerize him into step standing on the second step and then falling down himself, and then afterwards clouding his memory? Well, you can you can you can do a short mesmerize or compel for oh, him to okay. to stand there, but you will have to push him because. I mean, self-harming yourself yeah. through Dominate can yeah, only okay. be circumvented by Dominate 5. That's fine. In which case, let's just put him on... Let's just place him where he should be on the... Uh, yeah. In a realistic crime scene way, and then I'll try and cloud his memory. Um, what was it again, sorry, Carlos? It's Charisma plus Dominate. So if you go to your yeah. character ship, it, yeah. you, you can go to the power directly, and next yeah. to it, there should be a Charisma plus Discipline. I will I rouse because I want this to work. Okay. So that's two, am I right? Yeah. Yep. Fabulous. 
Okay, you have four successes. Um, you cloud his memory. Yeah. Cool. It, and he is in the floor. Uh, the, it, was this outside, like in the steps outside of his house? I see he, he had fallen on his way up or something, right? Uh, I was. Sure. Is his house double story? Because I was believing we were just doing it inside his house. No, he, there are, does it look more plausible if it's the outside steps rather yes. than like carpeting yeah, inside? Yeah, because presumably that's okay. stone yeah. steps or whatever. Cool. Yeah. Because they are exactly, they are yeah. stone steps. Yeah, we'll do it there then. Um, so you do that. You also completely, oh yes, you rouse check. You don't go hungry. Um, uh, I will actually require a... A, someone to lead because then you are there after you know you you can see his eyes blank for a second and then come with a pain and now there's three people next to him and of course the first reaction is going to be like are you alright and you're going to try and sell him can the I, idea can I that be obfuscated so he doesn't see me can I also okay. leave before like as in I don't <laughs> yeah, see if Jan wants to get some teeth he doesn't need to be he's got like so, doo -doo 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 -doo, you know can you make a yeah. um um, it's going to be a Charisma plus subterfuge uh, if you have the gaslighting or any sim sort of manipulative. Like oh you're God. trying to like give him an idea yeah. of something that did not happen. I don't have any subterfuge, so it, and I don't have anything really that might help in this sense, unless it's persuasion. Yes, yes, you can. You can try. It's going to be harder, so it's going to have a higher difficulty. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. Okay, will you rouse? Charisma persuasion? Uh, charisma plus persuasion, yes. It's going to be will... higher difficulty, as I said. I will rouse as well. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh. Oh, that is so bad. I'm going to willpower reroll that. You're going to will. Yeah, you have three dice because so far you have five successes, messy critical. Yeah. Shocking times. Okay. Messy. Um. If we've been feeding consistently, I'm assuming the hunger would we'll say hunger too. Yes, yes. Okay, fabulous. So we'll power reroll, and that's two dice. Three. You can reroll three. three. Apologies. Three. Yeah. Okay, you just made it better. It's a critical. It's, it's a messy critical. So yes, the the critical part is that he will buy it. He will buy that he fell down the stairs. Or he fell face first against the stairs, and now he's seeing colors and and all of that. And you are trying to help him, you know, pick himself up, making a making you know a pantomime of you. You may be calling nine nine nine. He's like, no, I live just upstairs. Just help me up. Uh, he even invites you in so you can get some ice or something in his face. He's yeah, still, I'll, do, I'll like monitor him for ten. He's minutes very disoriented, but you are hungry. Yes. Your hunger goes up by one, um, which which might make things like either you feed from him now. Is this and... in addition in addition to the rouse check that I just mm -hmm. failed as well? Yes, yes. Okay. Um... So he's not gonna put you in fury frenzy like immediately because this is the beast seeing the blood, smelling the blood, and everything. Okay, 
Given or that can, I know, or you can choose to go into the boat trip at Hunger Two. Uh, on on day one. In Hunger Two. At, at a starting level, as in you would start at a higher hunger level than the rest when you get into the boat. Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do that because I don't think she wants to feed on him because she knows that they've been trained Great. to no, resist I mean, this. It's just so, saying yeah. because you're going to be a few days at sea starting, like it, you will try, you will use whatever you can from your herd and hunting, but when the, but that night, that very night, you're going to be failing your browse check and you're going to be hungrier than usual, so you're going to be at a, at a higher hunger level yeah, let's when do you that. go into the boat. Let's Lovely, because what can go wrong, right? We like to be hungry around Methuselah. <laughs> Dermot, you get a professional dog seater service, like people that have, uh, you know, the, the not only the facilities and the and the places where where spots the or the how is it the device, the viscount, the viscount. It's a viscount. Okay. Yeah, the viscount. Um. He will be taken care of, uh, but also he will be walked. He would be, you know, fed, tended to, played. These are professional people. Um, your manager said, like, I, I did it because you have a dog, and and I think that is good for you. But I, I should not be doing this shit. Just, you know, uh -huh. I mean, I, I manage everything, not your life. Uh, you do manage your herd masterfully. Uh, in a way that by the time the the night approaches, you have even secured a snack right before you go into the boat, so you are even running a high. I should, I should. Ah, okay, that's useful. I should also know I wasn't in on hugely high hunger, but I am still smarting for I have never quite healed up from the last fight with Annie. I still Ooh. have one point of damage. Can you make a super like a uh, a rouse check for a for for healing that superficial point? I've been keeping that. it as a war wound ready for this moment when uh, we take our revenge against her. But you know, you succeed. Yeah. Uh and you have been taking mostly preparations towards this trip, so you also make sure that you feed with the appropriate not resonance because you're you're not looking for a specific emotion. You're looking for a high, something that keep, will keep you high, you know, on a good level of alertness. As as long as it's in your blood, you expect it. You, you're actually expecting something that is not super accelerated. No, something that allows you to be a little bit more focused and in control. You know, you're looking for that pinpoint of curiosity. Uh, Nanyasel, you also uh, have managed through hunting to get everything ready. Anyone wants to jo join the trip at Hunger Zero? Or is everybody feeding sensibly and yeah. keeping yeah. yourselves at Hunger One with the exception of a very hungry Matilda? <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I'm fine at one. Yeah, okay. I, I should note, by the way, that the Viscount will have to be dealt with at the HQ for the most part because I'm not certain whether or not this is some kind of spy from Yanish. <laughs> so I'm not yet prepared to allow this uh, this beautiful dog into my haven. So oh, he will be, be taken care of in a different place. Like someone picked him up. I'll organize taking them somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, so, he's he's going to be because you're he's going to be 24/7 
care. The, the VIP kennels, absolutely. Yes, yes. So the day of the trip, you show up to Avonmouth. Um, and uh, it is already starting to feel a little uncomfortable when you are asked to go to one of the piers <clears throat> around the docks. And you start seeing, like, outside, there's Roger, there's Obasi. Uh, there is someone sitting there in the shadows. Uh, Nanyasal would know him to be Balasar. Okay. Was he teacher's bodyguard? No, Balasar is uh, an anarch, um, an anarch Nosferatu. Oh, right. He, he's basically one of the main information brokers of the right, Anarchs. Okay. Uh, since the majority of the, the Nosferatu of the city, not much. He's he's a very he's an old neonate, a definitely okay. old neonate. Right. Um, uh, maybe cruising towards like very very young Ancilla, but he's mostly like an old neonate. Uh, Alice, uh, Matilda will be seeing Audrey. She's there. I got have a chat with her. Uh, Nathaniel is there, but he's just seeing people off. So he's not joining the trip. Uh, there's Teach, and there is quite a few other uh, sailors that you have seen. Some of them ghouls, some of them mortal, you know, some of them kindred. But the boat you seem, the, the ship you seem to be going for is a trawler. It's a big one. It's a big ship, a freezer trawler. One that allows for long voyages. I'll probably get quite excited about this ship, because I know quite a lot about ships. I reckon I'll be a bit boring about it. Anyone who listens? I mean, yeah, I yeah. shall listen. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Tell about the technical specs on the trawler. <laughs> so I think he will say to Nanjazel, if she's talking about boats to him at some point, um, I have a feeling there may be more to this boat trip than we've been told about. I would advise you be on your guard. But this is a boat what you could stay on for ever. Well, I mean, like, the down below, because we ain't going to need it for fish, are we? Mm. What means that, you will have undoubtedly converted it, but I think we can expect to be away for a bit. Hmm. Interesting. Also, I suppose the hole might be full of people that we can eat. Who knows? Otherwise, it could be a short trip. I'll ponder this. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm imagining like a, a belly full of uh, mortal people at the bottom of this ship. I'm not, I'm not sure they're the meal. Maybe we're the meal. Yeah, we are. <laughs> if there's nobody in the bottom of the ship, then we've got problems because we, we are the <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's a big ship, so it'll have a crew. But you know how Jealous uh, teaches about his crew. So there yeah. would be others there. Um, you are taking all on board. It's a big one. And there is, uh, in one of the, the mess halls, right now there's nobody. The tables have been cleared and all kindred are in it. Alexander Walker is the last to join. Uh, at this point, Nathaniel is with you guys, but he's going to be leaving soon. And Teach is where he, this is where he gives his little 
speech. All right. No funny business in my boat. Is that understood? Not in my boat. What? Understood. Everybody nods to a minimum. Smart, says says Teach. We'll need the compass. We'll just. I'll hand it over to him. Yeah, he he signals to somebody who looks to be uh, in charge of the communications with the bridge, and then they just go upstairs. No one walking around. You'll get a tour. There's a there's a big ship. There is there are areas of the ship that are off limits. Many many reasons. One, I don't want to be stranded. Two, I say so. Is that understood? Yes. You see, yeah. Roger and Obasi are the only ones who go like, you know, like they they are taking a little bit more effort and in 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 acknowledging that they are not. This is not you know, a situation that they have full control over. We're going to sail. We have enough for a few weeks. We're going to sail until we have an idea of how close we can be. If she's on the other side of the Atlantic, we turn the ship head around and come back. Once we find her, if she's in another boat, we'll take one, a few of the auxiliary ones that we have and board her. I'll teach you everything you need to know. If she's in land, it'll be way easier. What if she's under the water? Yeah, what if she's in the shipwreck? Then she would be dead really fast. Now, you don't get it. Us, yes, cannot drown. But have you ever been squeezed by the pressure of the ocean? Is it like a big hug? A big hug that will make you sweat blood at any depth beyond 50 meters, mate. You literally, literally start sweating blood. You might be tough, but I haven't seen any kindred that can go deeper than 100 meters without coming back ravenous. Also, lots of blood in the water scares the fish, alerts anyone who would have a light down there. Not a concern ages ago, but a concern now. <clears throat> I mean, I meant in a submarine, but you know. If she's under the water in a submarine, then I think I, we have bigger problems than just a Tremere. Fair enough. And uh, she's unlikely to be in the wreck of the Rose. She would be torpored. The pressure would crush you. The pressure can kill you, even if you're another lick like us. Oh. So you know... Give him the tour. Caroline is right there and starts saying, well, this is your room and this is your room and you are sharing this room and you are given this room. And so Nanjasel and, uh, and 
Matilda are given one that has like top and bunk bed, you, you know, top and bottom uh, bunk beds, bunk beds. Um, next to like there are there are, like two little hallways. One has two bunks on one side. The other one has two bunks. Janice and and Dermot are given the other one. They are on the lower decks, so they're completely uh, sunproof. Most of the ship is sunproof even during the day because i mean if you're especially if you're in the center of the ship it's not like it has like many rooms at certain level uh with windows um you are told where are areas that you can have conversations or that you can pass the time there's going to be tvs with dvds and lots of you know movies books to pass the time he he looks to Alexander walking, saying at some point in in a quiet voice, but not so quiet. When I meant no funny business, I meant no funny business. You know the funny business I'm talking about. And Alexander Walker looks at him and goes like, "Um, sorry, like no blood sorcery shit on my ship, not on my ship. Bad news every single time." Don't do it. I'll, I'll keep it in mind. And then he's given another room. Uh, of course, uh, the leaders are in in more spacious areas. And uh, you become acquainted to things. You you start feeling the the ship coming alive. It's not until a couple of hours later that you realize that you have you're already sort of set sail, if you will. Because there's a lot of things to go through. They tell, they, they explain you the basics, what to do if something goes on, goes wrong in the day. If something goes wrong in the evening, no one panics. Just go to the top and wait. Even if we're sinking, they have some a couple of boats for lifeboats that have been sunproofed. So not a problem. If it happens during the day, go down with the ship. And then when you feel that the pressure is too much, Get out of the ship. And then try stay at that depth. Because even though going deeper can crush you, you're you're deep enough that the sun is not a threat. Someone says, and what what if we end up in an area of shallow waters? And then he says, Well, then we're fucked. And then we'll do something different. And it's very clear that there will be a chain of command that is expected to be followed at all times. Because when things go wrong on a ship, they can go wrong really fast, really bad. And sometimes someone unintentionally can have a catastrophic, a catastrophically bad effect or impact. So it's basically, if you don't know what it does, don't touch it. If it ain't broken... Don't fix it. If you're not the responsible person to fix it, stay away from it. But then everybody's allowed to go up, be at the bridge, see all. I mean, it looks a little surreal. Screens, computers with up-to-date weather forecasts. 
that are continually updated, continuously. Um. Also, shipping links. He he has something that allows him to know roughly distance from and to other ships, being able to see the identifier of those ships and and and, and be able to answer questions and say, yeah, that's that's a merchant navy ship. That's actually Royal Navy. That is a, a small cruiser. That's another trawler. <clears throat> and for those of you who would like to go out, you can. It's a big ship, and there will be plenty of space for you to just step outside into the night. Floating in this vessel as you go well, God knows where. I'll spend a lot of time outside so I can look out over the water, just sort of reflecting, really. Just as a question, have I been allowed to bring the Duchess with me? Uh, you will, yeah, you would have had, yeah. In, of well, course, part of your arrangements. Deck. Oh, what? Yeah. Part of, it, it, for, part of your arrangements would have been to bring Duchess's food. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. So, yeah, you would have to provide food. You would have had to provide food for a month for a the month? Duchess. In case it's a two-week trip that goes really slow. You're, you're like, you, you're going to be gone for about a week or less. That's the expectation. Sure. Unless you have a really clear clue, then it might be longer. In case of emergency, double the rations. So instead of making yeah. it 10 or 10 or 15 days, make it a month. Yeah. But if there's anything that needs to be frozen, this is a freezer trawler. Cool. A lot of good things can come from a, free, a freezer trawler. Hmm. Question. I assume um, there is some, is there some kind of satellite dish? So if you needed to contact land, you can send, I don't imagine that Roger and Abassi have just like pieced out without being able to contact like people back in Bristol. So can we use phones? Uh, you cannot use phones because you lose signal very easily. There are mm. satellite phones in the in the place, and there are antennas that allow you to connect through satellite to to internet at certain intervals. Uh, and there are radars and sonars and other means of communications and radio. So there is there is a comms room, and uh, if there is someone need, wanting to send a message, uh, it's a little bit more delicate because of long distance telecommunications in from a ship but but it is possible for for encrypted messages or a quick connection to the internet or things like that so it's not a problem of course regulated but not a problem sure. so anyone looking to have a conversation with anyone while you sail at the end of the first night um, a lot of people at the end of you're, you start, you know, struggling to find things to do because you're not used to it. Uh, you're not alive, so you don't feel seasick, but it, you sometimes feel, especially Janusz, feels how something might make things wobbly. But you have been assured that this being a big ship has a lot has lots of stabilizers so it makes things better in you would need far rougher seas good news come when you wake up 
the following evening. You're told that after almost a day following the readings from the compass and inputting the data uh, and trying to, you know, following it as best as possible and putting the data, they have managed to extrapolate a, a direction. And even though you you did not sail you know on that direction initially now you have changed your course because it seems that the 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 route points to the azores portuguese islands in the north atlantic by the celtic sea is that so the you're... domain of another person like is it like a doing of its camera or whatever what it funds come on it is but at some point in the past, it was known to be Sabat. Okay, because otherwise we're basically an army sailing into their territory. Yes, that is the, that's the news and that's the conversation. Um, at some point, Sabat was controlling Spain, Portugal, so places like the Azores, Funchal, would be. Nominally under their control, Teach says that it's been a very long while. They have very few, like they have, yeah, people in cities and the like, but it's not like more than a handful of kindred can be there at all. You know, it's, it's bound to be dangerous. Like one kindred tops and it's still, I mean, little town, everybody's going to notice when you're not aging, you know, in a small island. Uh, some of the Azores are big and bigger towns and bigger, you know, bigger islands with, with bigger towns in them and you can move around and nobody, it's not it's not like everybody knows everybody, but some of the Azores are quite small. So you will be homing down more narrowly, like trying to pinpoint exactly where as you get close, but that should be a three-day trip at around 15 knots. Uh, which means that you have to pick it up. You were sailing slower at the beginning, but as I said, all of these calculations were done during the day and they were presented to teach first thing in the evening. So that's what he's presenting. So oh. he would be expecting to reach in two days time, as in before nightfall in two days. So of course I'm going to need for the first night Rouse checks from everyone. It's just worth saying that after the first night and going on from there, Janish is going to become increasingly withdrawn. And uh, although he will take the Duchess out for a walk, he will not really, unless anyone approaches him, he won't really speak to anyone and he will become very introverted and very quiet. Yeah. So if that happens, then I will go to check on him. Even if that yes. is just offer to take the dog out. But I will want to know what's up. Oh. Sorry, was it just one rails check you wanted? Yes, the yeah. the one for waking so, up. Oh, I passed that. Yep. Uh, Nanjasol didn't, so she finds himself at hunger two. Dermot also finds himself at hunger two, and Matilda winning the race at hunger three. So, Dermot, what? is it that you would like to be doing over the course of the next two days that you're going to be here on board to keep your mind 
busy, especially you being a Malkavian that needs to be in touch. The cobweb feels so far away from here right now. You start to feel detached. So that is going to be something that might start to make you uncomfortable. From the point of view of Janish, well, Jamitsi are grounded and you are, of course, withdrawn because you've lost that connection and that closeness with that which you feel that it, that grounds you. Um, for Nangisela, it's different. She's been going on boats and she's she's been used to this, but she still feels something in the back of her head, a nagging thing in the back of her head, a hissing. She's still... She's been very good at keeping, at keeping high levels of willpower mechanically speaking, because he's, you know, chronically speaking, you know, from a, his, from a story point of view, you still feel like whenever someone does or says something, you know, when you have those dark thoughts, it's yep. like you want to, you want to push them down the, and you feel that they are still there. And, and sometimes it's difficult to shake them off. And for Matilda, just watching Obasi or Roger or anyone from the Camarilla or the Anarchs, or even the Autarchies, like just just being in this boat under these circumstances is a constant reminder of of what you did, and you still feel justified. But then, why do you feel so guilty about it? Like, you, no, there's no remorse about breaking the laws of the library, but there is a remorse about keeping things hidden from everyone. Audrey is in, you know. In, uh, how do you call it? Like in the black? Like we call the, it like uh, in the dark? In the she's dark yeah. yeah. Like she's, Audrey's been kept in the dark. Janus has been given a friendly remind, uh, a friendly warning, but not much more than that. And you have no idea exactly to what extent the, the consequences of your actions will weigh upon you. Yeah. So, Dermot. I think Dermot's going to be doing a couple of things. One is spending as much time as he can checking out Teach's badass rig of technology upstairs. Because, you know, he's got screens, love screens, and weather, yeah. and and, yeah. and he'll basically be, you know, suggesting some, uh, you know, you could probably put some decent stereo systems across the ship and stuff. That would be awesome. There uh, is um, a full-blown sound system that for communication, so, so it's not for music, but yes, there are the uh, speakers and and sirens and everything so com- communication is very important and he's he's very clear about how he could pimp that comm system to have some proper base on it um of course but... he he turns around and goes not on my ship <laughs> but he does take some of the suggestions for example for satellite connections uh mm-hmm. or how to hide your signature more efficiently so yeah, you could easily be working on that to sort of try and distract yourself. Yeah, so it'll be that. And then when he needs a bit of alone time, he'll just kind of lock his way, headphones, laptop, and just be uh, doing stuff with music, basically. Just trying okay. to center himself back and, yeah. Cool. So that's that's what he'll be doing. Janish? Well, as I say, Janish is generally very withdrawn. He's not speaking to anyone. He'll be taking comfort from the Duchess. He will walk her at night on the deck and he'll look up at the stars um, towards Peyroon as a sort of, you know, some kind of solace 
Um, but generally, he will be out of sorts and and fairly fairly quiet. So Nan yourself picks up on this. Yep. So I will want to go and check in on him. Otherwise, I'll be spending some time that I'm reflecting, praying probably to Castroma. But... It's there. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also. I am going to do some creepy obfuscating around the ship, right, basically to make sure, to basically keep a track on where people are going. I mainly am interested in being aware of whether or not Obasi is doing any creepy stalking of Matilda, because mm. that seems like the kind of thing he might do, and, uh, and if that's the case, then I want to be able to basically shop him to teach. Wow. Excellent. So I I won't ask you to make a roll because that was going to be like the last scene before the break that I was going to play with Matilda. Uh, and yours is going to have really? to be a, okay. a straight, a straight uh, um, dexterity plus stealth. I'll obfuscate, right? Unless, unless teacher oh, okay. said don't use any disciplines on the boat. But well, I mean, you just said blood sorcery. Right, fine. Yeah, and he and when he said he didn't want any funny business, I mean, you're a Tarkis. Yeah. This is not funny business. Exactly, we don't do funny business, we do trading. <laughs> so Nangisel does go hungry with this, uh, but she is invisible. Hunger three. Hunger three. <laughs> and she's going to make uh, dexterity plus um, stealth check. Are you... Rousing the blood for this, or? Well, my hunger's three. I don't think I can afford to. Well, you're saying. No, I won't, I won't, no. So far, you have five successes. Uh, and you cannot re-roll any oh. dice. You were very successful in, well, I mean, you had six dice and roll five successes. That's a lot. No. Because you had your specialty also helping you out. Matilda, you have no hope of listening or he or seeing uh, Nanyasel. Yeah, no way. No, not only because she has a lot of successes, but also because she is completely silent and completely invisible. And I'm not looking for her remotely. So. No. But there is going to be a moment in which Matilda um, is probably outside, just pacing or walking. Yeah, probably just... Looking or out just looking the... out, yeah. And Nanjisel, you you do follow um, Obasi, who is with Audrey, and he's walking, you know, as if they were looking for somebody. And if, true enough, they approach Matilda. Can I overhear this conversation then? The one that's back yes. Okay. Yes. So Matilda. Mm. I'll just sort of look at them both and kind of nod and, and wait to see what they have to say. Lovely evening, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, it's very clear out. Yeah, you can see the stars. I believe an opportunity has come for us, Matilda. Yeah. Indeed. See, we are a couple of days away from reaching land and then finding this very, very dangerous Tremere. 
someone who wronged poor Frank. I look at Audrey. Does she look like sh how, what, what am I reading from her? Well, she she has her her face that to the outside world is you cannot read me, but you know because she's a close friend of yours that she's fuming. Yeah. Okay. And a little bit disappointed. Right. Okay. Oh, Frank. Such sorcery. Well, it was a very terrible thing that happened to him. Yes, indeed, but luckily we are all in the same crusade getting a revenge on this Rose Woman. We are. And the reason I am in this crusade right now is because I have offered my help. See, being the Ventral Primogen has its benefits. The regent of the Chantry is not the Primogen. He gave away that position. He might be the sheriff, but he sits below me at the table. And I can demand a boon. I, I can demand a service from him in exchange of a boon. The boon of a Primogen. That, was, that means that now Audrey here has been recruited. She has offered a boon. So I do just that. I thought you'd find it more reassuring if one of your friends was also in this enterprise, Matilda. You owe me the same. And that's when Audrey clicks like, you, what, you also owe him a life boon? Life? I thought it was a major. No. No. And that's when you click. She owes him a life boon. In exchange of him owing a boon to the Tremere. Oh, right. It's a okay. boon transfer. But of course, she's a nobody. He's a primogen. Yeah. So the difference is going to be... She's not just going to owe a major. And he's cashing them in. Both life boons. Oh. Yours and hers. I'll just See. look at her and I'll just say... I'm sorry. Well, I think we're now readier than ever with a Banu Hakim by our side. Roger Smith can fall. And that's when Audrey's eyes widen. It's like Roger Smith? That's who you're gunning for here? I thought you wanted to kill the Tremere Regent afterwards, you know? There are greater things that play, Audrey. No, go out and keep an eye. I need to discuss the particulars of something else with Matilda, please. Audrey walks sort of in the direction of Nangisil, who easily sidesteps her because she's not the wiser. None of these three have any aspects worth mentioning. I continue to listen to Creepy Obasi and whatever he's going to try and extort out of Matilda next. Turn <laughs> um, to Obasi and be like, just got so many tricks up your sleeve, don't you? They're not tricks, Matilda. It's politics. And in this case, it's righteousness. I told you, 
Roger killed my sire. And he's on a boat now. He must be. Sorry. Um, so I said you're, he's on a. He's here. You're here. When? What is your plan? Well, you had Teach not on his ship. He doesn't like it. He's. He seems to think that it's unbecoming and dangerous to do vampire business in a vampire ship. He's never being truly in tune with what being a kindred is. He sees this as his domain and we should respect it. Also, at some point, Teach and I reach an understanding. You see, my sire was manipulated into killing his. By Roger? Nathaniel. So you have te you've spoken to Teach about this? Well, he doesn't know I'm going for Roger. He's helping me go for Nathaniel. Wow. Nine How long has this been going on for? Nine years, Matilda. Nine years. You are patient, aren't you? It's a trait that you develop with age. So this is actually a short scheme, Matilda. We will get rid of Roger. And just so you know, the moment we land, that's when I'll get Teach to pay his dues. You're not worried that Nathaniel will be on his guard when he sees that Roger isn't on the ship? Roger hasn't made it back? Probably. But not immediately from me. I have a seat at the council. I can sit next to him any time. He trusts you wholeheartedly. He's not a fool, Matilda. But also he has no reason to suspect otherwise. Never has had. So what's your play with Roger then? We kill him when we find Rose. He will want to go first. That's when we strike. So whenever we're broken down into teams or groups to search the island, you'll make sure you stick to your Anak representative. And I'll have Audrey join me as a fellow Camarilla. So, you, Roger, Audrey and I? Yeah, and Dragon Breath fire rounds. And explosives. Did you think I just brought Audrey to seek her revenge on Rose? I need a judge who knows how to kill kindred in order to kill an old one. It's it like was actually... Well, it was luck that the Banu Hakim joined the Camarilla. Was it? Oh, yeah. Very lucky never, for you. I was never in the conversations, but 
I am lucky. You're opportunistic, you are. No, Matilda, I'm reclaiming what is mine. I was meant to be the successor of my sire, William Briggs. Would have stepped down and give me the princedom while he educated Caleb into what it meant to be a primogen. That's what my line does. I was trained both by my sire and my grandsire. That's how I became a primogen, and that's how I was supposed to be a prince. Nathaniel and Roger robbed me of my title and of my sire, and for that they will pay. Well, you put it like that. I understand where you're coming from. I understand what it is to crave a position that you think you deserve. I know I deserve this one, Matilda. And you deserve to be higher up in the table of Anarch representatives. And as long as Roger Smith sits at the head, your anarch movement will never be truly free from the joke of the elders. I'm doing your sect a favor, Matilda. Well, it'll shake things up, that's for sure. I do have something to ask, though. Yes. If we have, if we see Caleb, I know you wanted the honors, but. I'd quite like to get, be involved as well. I know he has it out for you as well. He gets uncomfortably close to you, says, This, Matilda, will be my gift to you. You can destroy my wayward child, for I have renounced him. Make him suffer. And he turns and starts walking away. And Matilda's, that, no, as, as soon yeah. as Abassi's gone, she just kind of like leans on the side of the ship and just has her head in her sort of hands for like a good probably half, like an hour, and, and then will walk away. So while she's standing there with her head in her hands, I realise you might not want to play this thing yeah, now, but... Yeah, we can we can catch up. Yeah. I feel compelled to morally throw people over the edge, so I'll probably appear <laughs> at this point. So we're gonna come back yes. after these announcements. So first, we're gonna go on a break, but before that, uh, we have some important patron-related announcements from Peter, and then a very very important announcement so that if, I will give. So, if you are one of the lovely people supporting us on Patreon, obviously, thank you. Um, those people who are supporting at the Ancilla level and above will sometimes get delivered some art that has been made with love, guaranteed, and skill not so guaranteed. And this month, that gift comes from the lovely Rob, who is with us now, and I think um, has has outdone himself. So if you haven't already, do check out Patreon and uh, and go see it. And this one, this is one of those pictures that you know. 
you'd, you'd be missing out if you only gave it a glance. There's lots of little things to discover in there. So uh, enjoy and thank you, patrons, very much. That's a lovely detail. Thank you. And um, now for the big announcement. So uh, for those of you who have been, you know, paying attention, you might have realized that the Blood on the Severn comes to a close next Monday. Oh my God, next Monday, 21st of June. And we have not announced the what I, what are the plans for the future. In the past, we have been uh, hyping up and mentioning what is it that we have and and, and that kind of thing. And the, the main reason is because after well, little over three years of constantly producing content with Blood on the Thames, Blood on the Tamises, and now Blood on the Severn, uh, the group, we need a break. We need a break. We need, we need to take a step back, sit back, enjoy what we have made and think about the future. Think about the next steps. Are we going to change things up? Are we gonna shake things up? What is it that we all as a group want to do? What are the steps? But we, before that, we would like to have a little bit of a break. We would like to to go back to a sense of normalcy where our Mondays be, become our own once again for a little while. So uh, in order for that to take place, um, we will, of course, effectively stop receiving, like stop any incoming money that is going to be coming from Patreon or from Twitch or from any other sources. Uh, uh, at the end of this month so last of the month everything is going to go up so nothing's going to no, no payments for july because we're not going to be creating content for july and august and september you know for at least the, the following few months we're going to be having this break for ourselves we're incredibly proud of what we've done and we're incredibly grateful to you for your support and for for being there you have been with us ever since the beginning and and you you i mean everyone on the disaster goals or not i mean it's a personal choice you have created a beautiful community a community that has interacted with us played in our games beat at our table or just sat with us at a pub and had a drink with us we have made great great friends and and we're not losing this so the disaster goals discord server stay in there it's is our gift to our community and he stays there uh, at the end after all of this is done uh perhaps the players can join it so now we can become also a space for uh, for us now that we have finished creating the content of these sort of like rivers of blood a trilogy if you will uh and of course we will keep you updated with all the changes and everything but for right now we just need a breather uh and from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. We couldn't have done it without you. Thank you to my players. Thank you to previous players and storytellers of of the channel and to our tech ghouls, to our production management, social media management, community management, like everybody that has been doing the great work. You are all amazing and I'm I'm proud to call you friends. So with those news in mind, I don't know if any of you have any words you would like to add to it, but I think I think it's it's worthwhile that you know how much we appreciate oh. having done this, but also having met all of you. From the most visible to the most invisible of our followers, we know you are there and your support shows, even in the smallest of ways. So again thank you so 
until we find what is it that we're gonna do. We only have an episode and a half left of Blood on the Severn. We're gonna go in a 15 minute break. It's a quarter to nine. So we will be back at 9 p.m. for the final hour of season three, episode nine, nine of Blood on the Severn. Until then, see you in a bit. Hello and welcome back for this, the second part of episode nine of Blood on the Severn. We're reaching the end, the culmination of this chronicle. Now, uh, a little bit of admin that we were having the conversation. So Janish tonight was full of willpower and um, he had one superficial willpower damage that uh, because he spent a, a willpower to re-roll on the check when we they were collecting their teeth. Oddly enough, his desire for this session was to collect some teeth. So he regains that willpower. Now, the bane of the Shimitsu, the, the bane according to the, the V5 companion, is that they are grounded. And it used to be that they need to sleep around the soil of, of a place that is dear to them or that they rule or around a people or an organization and uh, in Janice's case he's away from his haven and the children of summer so he would sustain uh, aggravated willpower damage equal to his bane severity every night every day he spends his day sleep away from these things now for those of you who have been following the chronicle you would realize that Janice has made advancements toward his ambition of awakening Kupala in exactly two occasions, but he at the time had no aggravated willpower damage to heal, which is what mechanically advancing your ambition does. So our house rule is that all the next aggravated willpower damage that he takes will be reduced to superficial. He had that twice. So this first evening, instead of awakening with two aggravated willpower damage, he Awakes, awakens only with two superficial willpower damage. So he's still withdrawn, but not yet fully struggling. Okay. Now back to that moment in which Matilda is just thinking about the conversation she just had with Obasi and how how it makes her feel that Audrey has been also pulled into this. And, and knowing that Obasi wouldn't be saying these things if he hadn't covered every possible angle and every possible corner. It, it feels like a desperate situation. Now, Nanjasol is nearby. And she's... She's an... You know, when, you know when you feel... Like, if someone is really near the edge, you want to push him? No, me neither. But Nanjisel does. And that's how she's feeling. So, an invisible Nanjisel is around Matilda. So, I will, a, hmm? I will um, make sure that she can see me before I approach. I, I won't be leaving it, like, ages since Obasi left, but... Yeah, you notice a, a few minutes pass, yeah. and then you make your presence known, um, as if you were casually strolling. And then I'll then I'll um, I'll say, um, "All right, you don't look too good." 
Um, yeah, no, it's, um, mm. it's weird being out here, weird being away from Bristol. Yeah, it sort of, uh, brings up different things for different people. I suppose it must be particularly hard for you, given the bassies on the ship and he's brought you under his thumb, honey. I mean, it, yeah. I figure it just—it must be hard to, uh, to have someone controlling everything about your life that way. Yeah, it is, and I want desperately to be rid of it. To be honest, yeah, but I'm. I'm not. Were you? He just came and talked to me. Actually, yeah, I was. Just wandering around, you know. I sort of uh, like to be outside if I can. The water is uh, is important to me. I uh, I saw you was uh, he was looking like. Well, if I'm perfectly honest, he was looking like bloody soul was being sucked out of you. Did something happen? Um, yeah. Let's have it out with it. Um, Abassi asked me a week or two ago, um, to help him kill Roger. Jesus. That's some rough shit right there. Yeah. It is. You, um... What would he do? What would I do? What would he do? Depends. Based on only that? He's... Presumably he's... Asking this of you because he's got this boon, right? Well... Boon system exists for a reason, right? we do money and trade and transactions and probably try and make the best plan I could to kill Roger but I you... know that's not so helpful a thing to say but um well, what of the boon system is uh, in direct conflict to Bristol I mean it's what Bristol is built on but what if it's what's being asked of you destroys the city well I guess you being asked to uh, kill Roger by uh, Obasi having a boon over you is uh, the same kind of shit for you, isn't it? It's the worst, worst possible form of control, which is everything you're about not doing, isn't it? It's everything you're about not managing. It's all, all you've ever striven for, and here you are, standing under his thumb. So I guess. I'd be lucky, and that if I were me, I wouldn't be in the same boat as you. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't feel the same way. I should say, Carlos, I'm trying to, of course, force her to think about this so that she will get some stay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Ah! <laughs> uh, um, right, yeah, I might as well just say. It's. 
it's just tricky because if I do it, then I'm out. I'm out from under his thumb, but I'm under his other thumb. But if you don't do it, you're still under his thumb, and you're in the cosh with the library. So that means you're in, under the control of two people. <clears throat> I just. Wait. I can work my way out of that. You can work your way out of that? We spent all this time trying to get you work your way out of a bassy and that didn't go nowhere. That's not on you, right? I'd rather I'd rather deal with the library than him, to be honest. The library can be reasoned with. A bassy can't. I could put a case to the library. I can say this is why I had to do this. I, this is why I had to launch the boon system. I can't make that, that case to Abassi because he'll just fucking turn around and say whatever he wants in order to keep me in line. But in what in what universe do you think you're going to go to Huber or a librarian and say, I owed this boon and it got called in and I didn't do it and it's okay because of this thing? They ain't going to buy it. That's not... The whole of our society disintegrates if they let you get away with this. they got to make an example. You've got to make sure they never find out if you don't do it. Or, you've got to do it. Obasi can't be inspecting you to one man this, can he? I mean, after all, Roger. So, yeah. it's no good to him cashing in the boon if it's only you. You get killed, what does he get? He gets nothing. He's got to have some help for you, right? He does, he's going to do it himself as well. He said he's going to do it himself. It's going to be well, in. That you've got to have at least respect for. He ain't leaving you to the dogs, is he? It don't work. Respect for him. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bloke's a tosser, and he's got significant problems when it comes to gender equality. But that's what happens when you're old, right? There's not any, you know. Anyway. Are you, um, how do you think Teacher's doing at the moment? Teacher's on a boat, expect, doing all right. I mean, I imagine the, uh, are calling a lot of favours to do this, would be my guess. But I also imagine that he's storing a lot of favours to do it. Uh, depends, I suppose, but otherwise I ain't seen him much. Since we've been on here, why? You know, do you think there's something up with him? As he mentioned that he, uh, he sees eye to eye with Teach on some things. Well, doesn't surprise me. Teach is a man who's made all of his influence and power out of the Boon system. So, I imagine he's well on board with that. Do you reckon he'd get, try and get Teach to help? think he will. I mean, Teach had Roger on the hook, didn't he? So, something, he's been able to put him down once before, team up with Obasi and Teach and some other people, you might do him in. Only problem I think we got is that if Teach dies, we ain't got no way back. Other sailors think... on here? What? You got other sailors on here? Yeah, but they all, they all are in the Ock to teach, right? If I'm teach, that's my security. I say to them, I don't show up back here, you don't take any of these fuckers away. 
So I don't think I don't think teachers got much to lose if I'm honest. Anyways, right. I gotta go check I on. I think Yana. about this, but is he alright? He seemed um forlorn. Oh, yeah, lived in his house for a long time. Don't like being away from it, like the best of us, right? Not. It's not the best yeah. for him, but he'd be alright. Everyone's looking out for him. Yeah. I, uh... And you? Always for me, right? Who's a warrior and all that. He'd be alright. There's a warrior. Alright. Cheers, Nanj. Appreciate it. See you later. Let's see where Matilda's decisions will take her and whether or not she will be accruing those stains. It does occur to Nan Giselle that um, having an an issue on the on the ship on the boat is going to be something that Teach will not tolerate. Yes, but it might. It, it is troubling to think that Obasi and teach might have some sort of agreement beyond commercial because then the, the the consequences to the autarkies might be dire yes well i need some time to think about that yeah of course so, in, yes in another part of the boat a malkavian and a chimitsu discuss bunk beds go into a pool. So, sorry, I'm getting that we have a little bit of a video breakup. I don't know if it's just me on my end. Um, it's yeah, it's a bit slow. Yeah, on mine as well. I don't. I, okay. I, I think it's fine for you actually, Carlos. From what I can see. Um, okay. It, but I've certainly seen Alice's and Rob's cameras being a bit low. Okay. okay. But it seems so, all right. Oh, now. Apologies to the, to our viewers. Uh, it's probably a connectivity issue around discord so we're just going to keep on it and until it becomes unless it becomes unmanageable uh, so sorry carry on so janish uh, i just need to talk to you about uh, sleeping arrangements if you got a moment uh yes yes i i have a moment uh, Dermot. what what uh, troubles you i will uh i you slept with Nanj before, right? You know? Yes. <laughs> well... I'm just wondering whether or not we might be able to just have a chat with the others. Just, uh... Maybe look around, switching around or something. It's just... I didn't, you know, sleep so well last... time. You, I mean, I, you didn't I'm okay. sleep so well last night. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, me up there. I mean, I'm on the, bo the top bunk bed, partly because, you know, you can't really get up there. But also because, you know, it keeps me as far away as possible from from your, your duchess. Ah. But sleeping here in the same place is a little bit um, unnerving. I had forgotten. Uh, I had hoped that... Um... Your newfound interest in owning a dog yourself would have helped 
relieve that concern, but um, if you if you wish to you wish to change the arrangements, it does not trouble me, providing it does not trouble our host. If Teach does not mind, <coughs> I would hate for us to insult him by by changing things he has set out. I'm sure that Teach will know if we switch around and all. You know. Oh no, he must be like informed. He's keeping cameras, cameras on our beds and everything else. I'm sure that he's what? not doing anything like that. Cat, cat what? Cameras? He's what? not watching us while we sleep, you know. He's he's watching us whilst we sleep. I'm sure he's not watching us while we ah, sleep. Ah, good, good. Well, I was concerned. Concerned there. Good. But, uh, you know, if that's okay, I mean, just... Um, if I'm honest, I'm not sure if it's just the Duchess either. Oh? I, I don't follow you. I'm sorry. What do you mean? There are moments that I see things around you. And it's disconcerting. Well. I can only imagine. I'm beginning to fear that I've made a mistake. Mistake? Hmm. This is not my place, Dermot. I am... I have a home and I have people that, that are important and I have abandoned them. This, this what, this chase of vengeance. Yes, Rose did terrible things in our domain. She has killed many people, but... Hi. Well, um, it, maybe it's just uh, showing out a bit more because of that. But um, yes, it, it may be. I I understand it is troubling you. I am troubled, and perhaps I am. I know you are sensitive to these things. Perhaps you are. You understand the the turmoil that I experience. Oh, yeah, a bit of nighttime bleed, that kind of thing. Yes. Your dreams drifting up into mine as you're sleeping there just underneath me. Yes. Yes, it is most likely something of that nature. You, of course, I imagine are missing the solace of your music. And Got enough people... of that, but, you know, there are other things. Yeah, the people. I know what you feel, you know, not being quite in touch with people I, I'm used to being in touch with, so... Um... Yes. I'll tap the metal side of the boat. They would be a terrible place to die. Let's not, you know, think about that kind of thing. No. But uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe if you had an engine with you, then maybe, you know, you'd have a bit more connection and things would be feeling a bit better and all. Yes, perhaps you are right. Perhaps Nandazal could uh, ease things a little. It is difficult, though. You must understand there is a sense of belonging. We are adrift away from that place for me. I understand. But, um, but just be careful, Janus. It's, uh, I've not met any of your kind before, but um, and I don't know, maybe it's just 
How's you are? But I sense a sort of a darkness around you. Something troubling. I just um, don't want to see a good man like you who helps so many people falling into that darkness. That is uh, decent of you to say, Dermot. I will. It is a difficult path I walk, but I will try and stay on the correct side of it. Of Easy in the wrong moment to make decisions that we all regret. Right. Well, we should probably go and see the ladies then. Yes, yes. Well, uh, please make whatever arrangements you, you wish to make. I might well sit here a while. Okay. So I assume you talk to Nangisel to swap rooms? Yep, if she's amenable to it. Yep, she won't have any problem. She'll speak to Teach if that's what's on the cards. He She'll doesn't feel the care. Same as, as, I, mean, I imagine Teach doesn't care, obviously, but... <laughs> As long as you're yeah, not going to any other area, it's like, oh, you're swapping, swapping around because whatever. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so yes, then I will, um, I will happily switch with them. And uh, I don't know whether you want to do it or chat with, yeah. But it doesn't necessarily need to be. A... No, it's, I, I think it's, it would be, well, as long as Matilda is, you know, let know that she has yeah. a new roommate. That's yes, sorry, yeah. Walk in one day, it's just Dermot. <laughs> it's like, hello. Him with his, you. you know, going to the beat, minding his own business. Yes. Um, at the end of the night, um, Alexander Walker approaches you, Dermot. Actually, he goes and looks for you into what's supposed to be your room. Janish is there. Mm. Uh, but he will quickly just point into the next room. When he goes like, I'm looking for Dermot, just point in the next direction and he just leaves. A kind of an awkward moment. But Alexander Walker shows up and says, I would like to have a word with you. Oi, hey, Koss. You want to take a wander? He already started walking. Oi, oh, oi, okay, okay. I disentangle myself from everything and just <laughs> make my way. Um, and he goes into actually his room, and this is a more comfortable room. He has a little desk and everything, so he sits at the bed, gestures for you to sit at the chair and the desk. I'll uh, I'll make sure I switch on see the unseen as I'm coming through, just to check there's nothing untoward. You know uh, these people who like to stalk around and you know. Well, Nangisel said nothing about following Alexander Walker, so I would assume she's not around, obfuscated. So, nothing out of the ordinary. It's not like there's another Nosferatu on the airbite as well. You know? I mean, yeah. When you so close the door, um, says, Could you elaborate a little bit of on the vision? you had concerning our ventral primogen? Hey, most... Sorry. Yeah, I see. So the princess uh, had a chat with you then. 
He gave me clear instructions of something that I quite, I don't quite understand, but I will do as I'm told by my prince. I um. I've I've just got this feeling. Uh, I have heard some things that indicate that um, Obasim may be making some kind of a play. When you say you have heard things, are we talking about the powers of your blood? Or are we talking about something more mundane it was since i talked to the prince so you know it started with the powers of the blood and i've since been kind of trying to to learn what i can so what part did you sense with the sight of your clan and what part was more let's say investigated Well, it started out, I'm not particularly good at this vision thing, so I'm not very good at interpreting it or anything else like that. So I knew there was something wrong, but then I kind of looked into it a bit more. I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable with this, Sheriff, you know. I am tasked with the defense and protection of the Camarilla from enemies within and without. There is the possibility of an enemy of the Camarilla being here in the same boat, waiting to make a play that will jeopardize our faction. I must act. If there is a threat to the Camarilla or my prince, I must act. And you, for some reason, seem to be the only kindred alive who has been able to sense Obasi with your sight. No one in my clan has been able to. No one from your clan or the Toreador. He's always been out of the loop. So I need to prepare for threats unseen. And you seem to have an awful lot of information that you are... Should I say reticent to disclose fully? I have a great love for my clan and for the cam. And if I knew for stuff for certain, then I would tell you what I can. Sure. Well, then we're going to do this. Dermot, Brian, stand up. And then he stands up. And goes into <clears throat> a small backpack that he has nearby and say, give me your hand. And he stands his hand, you know, for you to put yours in it. I'll put my hand up. He puts, he grabs your hand, palm up, and then he deposits something in it and say, I, Alexander Walker of Clan Tremere, Sheriff of the City of Bristol and loyal servant of the Camarilla, make you my deputy 
Dermot Brian of Clan Malkavian. For the remainder of this voyage, you are my bully boy, and in your hand you have a ring. A ring that tells that you are at the service of the sheriff. Now that the proper chronicles have been observed, he sits back down into the bed. What do I need to know to protect my prince, Dermot? You work for me now. Everything you say will never leave these walls. I have heard that uh, Abassi's calling him Boons in order to make a move against uh, the prince because he perceives him to be responsible for the death of his sire. I see. Has he made any moves towards fulfilling that revenge that he perceives to be? For I was there when when Roger Smith killed Prince Briggs. Griggs. <clears throat> William Griggs had killed in a frenzy the master of trade. He had gone against the accords and the librarian was in torpor. He had to be awakened after the fact. So the killing of his soy was legitimate? Yes. So any revenge would be illegitimate? Illegal yes. in the sight of the library and of the cam yes Under, unless there is uncontrovertible proof that he was that William Griggs Prince William Griggs was manipulated and used as a tool to kill Master of Trade Giacomo Mazza well, I doubt we're going to get any new evidence on that these days, so... There is none. He was a Ventru. An old Ventru. Old blood like his is not easy to manipulate. He was in full control of himself until he wasn't. He so frenzied. Sounds like me. If that was legal, then sounds like uh, Bassi's backing up a dangerous tree. Then yes. So, did you know that it was the master of trade who frenzied first that day in court? One who lost his temper was the Bruya master of trade. The prince took the barrage of punches until he couldn't, and then he frenzied himself, but... You're talking about mm. Teach? No. I'm talking about Teach as a sire. 
Ah, right. You believe Teach might be involved, since his sire also had died. Obasi could make it look both sires could have been. I don't know. I've not heard anything to that kind of uh, thinking, but I've only got so many years. Sheriff, I, if you want to, I'll keep trying to get some more information now. I'm going to show him the ring, tuck it in a pocket. I'm going to wing the ring openly because uh, makes my allegiance is pretty uh, obvious. Like, yes, but don't lose it. Because if no. the, if things turn for the worse, Obasi cannot lay a finger on you if you have that ring. I make sure to put it on the right place then, right time. Now go and find anything you can. Because if my prince is in danger, I need to alert the Chantry and every other kindred that is loyal to the Camarilla of Bristol. Of course. See what I can find out. Off you go. And he just sits back in the bed and watches you leave. So what do you do? I'm gonna go back to my bunk, mate. <laughs> End of the night. Hello. Matilda shows up, sees Dermot, and for a second goes like, "Oh right, yes, you're su you're supposed to be here." <laughs> and you have a chance to have a, a chat um, before the night is done. So, by uh, happy circumstance, I changed uh, so we can. Also, chat if we need to. Um, Do we have a frozen? Al I think frozen Alice, Alice is frozen. We have a frozen Alice. If you give us a second, um, we will try to sort this minor technical glitch and we will be right back you. Uh, right back with you oh my god english is so hard sometimes see you as soon as possible don't go anywhere don't go anywhere we'll just fix in the glitch and now we have a moving alice sorry <laughs> no it's not your fault it's connectivity issues so dermot um, goes back and yeah. uh, he's in the room and now now you're roommates and you're in the same room together mm -hmm. you lock the door you have a chat yeah when he comes up, i'm gonna say i have something i need to tell you i got something i got to tell you too you first. No, no, you first. Go on. Rock, paper, no. <laughs> um, uh, your, um, your prince has another person going after him. Teachers. Why does... Abasi came up to me and said that teacher's going to make a play to kill Nathaniel. Is that about his sire? It's about his sire. Well, he said it's about his sire. Uh, that... They've been playing for nine years. That's an interesting fucking situation, isn't it? Interesting and awkward because we're on his boat. Why? Well, you know. You can get off a boat. We can, but then we have to swim back to Bristol. Or, like, commandeer a lifeboat. Okay, but... What I'm saying... Sorry, What? What? what did you have to say? 
So, um, the sheriff called me into his room and oh, shit. he's kind of asked me about what's going on and wants to know what evidence I have. But I may have told the prince that I had a vision. Then it turns out that fucking nobody can have a vision about Tabassi because he's some kind of like black spot on like everybody's radar. So I may have put my fucking foot in it because I was trying to cover for your ass because I didn't want to give up that you like told anybody anything. So I've been going around in circles with all these fucking elders and court officers and it's just doing me nothing. And we need a solution, right? Like some way yeah. we can tell them, but not to, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. I do want. No, I understand. Um, because I can tell him now because he's given me this fucking ring. He gave you the what? He, he gave me he a was... ring. You recognize it? You were Camarilla. That makes him a deputy. Oh, he he's okay. working directly for the the for the highest authority regarding security right. of the Camarilla. He's working for the sheriff. So I can't no, but, really lie no. to him now, can I? Because he gave me a ring. No, you can't. No, you you can't. Um, but but you are. I mean, it's that's good because it means you're. You know, you're in. You got diplomatic immunity. In a sense. I, I hadn't really thought about that. Like you can do you. I can do anything. A, no, you can't do anything. I'm invincible. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> All right, Nange. <laughs> I was still rooming with you. Um. No, I'm serious though, you can't, like, you, you can do a lot, but you can't, there are limits. So what, look, if I can get evidence that Abassi is going to do something, then, then I can do something about it. Well, what did the, what did the sheriff say? Was he, like, amiable to? The sheriff is a very amiable person, despite no, what a... people say. He's what a Tremere, I know, but, uh, you know... Aside from that, he's he's pretty good fella. He's a stand-up bloke, is he? Something like that. Look, he said he obviously he wants to know what I'd seen and what I'd heard, and I said that it's Star with visions, but I kind of looked into it. So if I can come back to him with some concrete, you know, if I have a recording or, or somebody to say something about it, then I mean, but the problem is you can't say anything about it. So I can't publicly say anything about it because then they'll know that I've broken my word. I suppose what I could do is to force you to say something about it and then it's not your choice, is it? Yeah, you could. I mean, that's, I mean, I've done that with Roger effectively already. I've told him all. So I'm, I'm obliged to tell my Baron, so. You've used your, your like, you've controlled Roger's mind. No, I haven't. I've just told him that what's going on I haven't used I haven't mind control Roger okay so you told Roger so Roger knows Roger knows and You're... is he well we're all still alive so I'm guessing he's waiting for an appropriate time to do something yeah no he's getting his ducks in a row so Roger knows the sheriff knows who the fuck doesn't know um I'm really not certain. That's kind of talking about negatives and that, that all gets a bit weird. Look, I'll tell you what, and I'll just look her in the eyes and I'll go, how about you confess about what exactly, you know, happened with Abassi? What, what did he make you well, do? if you, um... And I will actually try and dominate her. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, uh, this is gonna so... be. Um, of course, you both know that yeah. that is not gonna be like the, the, the like the super straightforward. But I mean, he's Dermot. He's gonna have to try it. So I I am assuming Dermot, you are using um, compel. Uh, yes, I'm gonna use compel. So oh, that. Sorry. Yeah, that should be charisma plus dominate. And um you um Matilda, you will roll intelligence plus resolve plus your fortitude because you have a swayable mind. Okay. Um right. Intelligence resolve plus fortitude. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um Yeah, intelligence plus resolve and then you add fortitude as bonus dice. So let's see. Dermot's roll is three successes. I, I am going to willpower roll that. Okay. Yeah, because Matilda's is three successes. And I believe you're going to willpower roll that. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <Am I> gonna... <laughs> so I can reroll three, can't I? You can reroll three, yes. Um... Three. And Dermot, Der Dermot you oh, no, reroll can... three? Yeah. I think you can only do two. I think no, it's two because she... I'm on hunger three, you're right. Oh, yeah, hunger three. Oh, no, it works. Probably... actually make a difference. It's yeah, just yes, it does. It so does because it's a, it's, a, it's a hunger die that you cannot reroll. So you can only reroll two. What is it? Okay. Right, see how. Power reroll. Two. So you barely, barely, very barely, you feel him saying, why didn't you confess? Of course. Even if he says that, it's dominate is not a way to wash your brain or whatever, but you immediately get his gist on the wall. like, well, whatever you say now, you would have, in theory, possible deniability. You yeah. may be trying to black that. So Dermot doesn't know that his dominate did not, was not successful on you. Okay. Um, I will say... But what did what did Dermot say? Why why didn't you confess? I, I say why didn't you confess about what um That's the compel. Abassia's okay. right. uh Abassia's you know. yeah, I'll I'll respond and say Abassia's planning to kill Roger Smith and he's also colluding with Teach in order to kill Nathaniel. Oh no. <laughs> That's very concerning. This? It's... I can't believe you've done this to me. <laughs> broken broken our trust. I, I feel very bad about that. Good, I hope you do. You should. I'm a well, I actually like... feel quite bad about that now. It's fine, don't sweat it. Um... It's like whiplash here, man. It is. You definitely feel bad because, sorry, uh, Alice, but no. only last session you gained stains for being in this end of, you know, bre breaching. So you're not going to gain stains for this because you already gained stains and passed your remorse check. So this makes you feel even worse. You're like, oh, no. No, and here I was <laughs> not feeling happy. I'll put my hand on Dermot's I'll be like, you did what you had to do. Okay. Right. I think I can now provide some evidence at least okay 
Get no problem. I, I can I can go and deal with this then. Okay. So I'll go and tell the sheriff and then and then we can kind of plan. I do you know what Abbas's plan is? I don't know what his plan is with Nathaniel specifically. Okay. But do you think um, we should talk to the others about some of this? I think that probably makes sense. They both know bits and pieces already, but I think we need to fill them in. Right. Well, let me go and have a chat with the sheriff. And then as I'm a deputy, if he asked me to go and do stuff, then I could presumably... He did make a very clear point. Essentially, the killing of, of Asisaya was legal. So if there's any action that's taken after that in vengeance for it, that's not illegal. So again, what? as members of what the society, perfect? then it, it kind of puts whoever's trying to do it in a rather delicate situation because they're breaking the rules. And if it breaks the accords, surely, and, and obviously the laws of the camp, then kind of gives us some flexibility. It does. If you need me to, you know, testify, you know where I am. I'm not going anywhere. Right. Well, how about I'll go and talk to I'll be back. Yeah. Go have a towel So it is late and you're starting to feel sluggish because it, this is the very end of the night. But you go and knock on Alexander Walker's door. And a very, very irritated voice comes from within. He's like, what is it? That's me again. And it wait until tomorrow. Well, I got the evidence you wanted, so um, if you're not... The door opens. Come in. Okay. And, and looks at looks outside and then really looks outside and then says, you, come in. And moves aside. And you see Balasar walking out of Ophuscade. And he looks at him in the eye and says... Dermot never came. He mentioned nothing about evidence. You were just wandering around. And now you're going to your room to sleep. And rewrites the memories of this Nosferatu who had just heard what you just said in the middle of the hallway. And sends him off. <clears throat> and you see him on, on edge. He says, okay, wait a second. And he takes some candles. And he takes some small files that he has. And over the course of a few minutes, he prepares the room you're in. Mm -hmm. Then says, okay. I would suggest you stay here for the day. This place, I have placed a ward to protect us. What okay. did you find? So I've had some indications that um, something might be going on. I mean, my coterie mate is quite tight with various things and she'd been meeting with Obasi and I've been there for a few things and there have been a few meaningful glances in the coin. So I've just kind of compelled her to tell me what was going on. And it turns out that uh, he's calling in the boon on her. Boon on he her? I. Uh, in order to compel him, her to help him kill 
Roger Smith. And then he's also colluding with uh, Teach in order to kill Nathaniel. He told you this. I did, like, force her to do so, yeah. Did you erase her memories so she doesn't remember she told you this? I will absolutely do that. He looks at you. He just presses his temples and goes like, throws a <coughs> pillow and a in, in a blanket in the floor. It's late. Just, She's not going anywhere, and I'll get a first thing tomorrow. It's just I knew I knew I need to get here as soon as possible. Yes, you do, and I need to have a conversation with Teach, a very subtle one. I'll seek an audience. So first you attend to that, and then you'll get me an audience with Teach. Of course. Do you want me to take a look at the security systems on the boat and all and just see if I can play around a little bit? Maybe see... I don't know if he's watching anybody, but... And you do that now. And he's like, you see him and he's like really defeated, like like the sun is coming up. Okay. You can You can feel it. I mean, you can try to stay awake. You do your willpower roll, then you roll stamina plus technology and try to hack the system during the day. I I will happily try and do that. Okay, give me a willpower roll, please. So it, it would be effectively a willpower roll would be a composure plus resolve roll. Just straight, not current willpower. Uh, no, it, it's your is is your it's, oh yes. What's your current willpower? Four. Yes, that that'll be unless you want to rouse because it's it's still technically a composure plus willpower composure composure plus resolve roll. You would be at a penalty equal to however superficial willpower you have. Okay. Uh, you could potentially rouse to eliminate uh, that. I'll just see how I do. Okay. Okay. Three Look successes. at you. Three successes. It's not bad. It's not going to keep you up all day. You are limited to your humanity with regards of dice pools. Okay. That you're going to use during the day. Um, the relevant dice pool to do anything right now in your state that is going to be like really... Uh, it's, I mean, you should be sleeping your day sleep. So it's going to be a stamina plus technology roll. Um, and I have surveillance and high functioning. Okay, so what? So as long as that dice pool is not bigger than seven, because That's exactly seven. Okay, then roll that. You lucky humane man. Okay, are you going to be doing any willpower rerolls over that? You can reroll yes. two dice. I absolutely okay. will. Nope, nothing more. Nothing more. Okay, four successes. <clears throat> Peach, of course, absolutely has been having, you know, surveillance systems, but each room has been left, like, what's happening inside the rooms is not being investigated. Um, but you do find some files, some footage, and especially of the people, the conversations that have been happening outside. And you see the conversation between Matilda... Audrey, Obasi, and you see Nangisil nearby. But they're not paying any mind to her. Well, I will 
try and get myself a clipping of that whole thing. Set okay. that off to one side. And uh, and then make sure that I delete any kind of uh, bit of me and Alice talking. Okay, okay. So you find those, you can also delete those. Easy. Good. Well, I think I'll, I'll get that sorted and then... So the sun comes down again, and I will need rouse checks from everyone. I'm doing yours, Bagstone. <clears throat> so Ninja Cell goes to hunger four. Well, I'm not hungry. Uh, Matilda goes to hunger as well. I'm joining Nanj, which is. And Dermot also goes to uh, uh, goes three. to three. Janish is still at hunger one, right? Yeah, hunger is not his problem. He's losing no, the, to live. the two yeah. two our very willpower damage that he gets is yes. <laughs> right. So nine nine uh, sorry night comes. Dermot, you have high humanity. Luckily, you can awaken barely moments before everybody else. You force yourself. To go to um, the room with Matilda. So what if you're going to like. You had the instructions of erasing memories or not instructions. It's like he asked you the questions like, I mean, did you leave a trace of your investigation? And you were like, well, yes, I did. So he's trusting you. You will erase that. Okay. I will go back. And have a conversation where I will erase her memory. The conversation. <laughs> the <Okay>. conversation. <laughs> so you will, what you will try to I erase. I will try to erase the conversation. What do I need to roll against that? Uh, so, Dermot is rolling. Um, he's forgetful. Dominate versus intelligence and resolve, I think. Yeah. Okay. And also. And my like, fortitude. Your, your fortitude for unswayable mind. Good thing because I'm not very intelligent or resolving. Uh, tch, 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 tch. right. Oh, shocker. I will, however, willpower. Yes. Yeah, I'm also gonna willpower. <laughs> yes, let's see this. Um, so I got three, mm -hmm. and Matilda can roll two dice. Okie dokie. With... Oh, and you have two, total two. So in the low rolls with lots of you, the superficial willpower damage both of you. But he barely, barely manages to erase that part of the conversation in which he compels you. And he oh. mentions him. Do you erase also the part of you being? No, I, I erased the whole thing. The whole conversation. So basically, he arrived last night and he said, I'm knackered. It's been a long night. Okay. And went to sleep. And it was really late. So also you went to sleep. So I don't remember not being compelled by him. <laughs> exactly. You don't remember not being compelled by him. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. You... Stuff. So you're a little drowsy and you go like, hey, good morning. Because you are assuming that he slept here and they, he, you just woke up. Well, good night, you know. I, um, I have some evidence you'd like to see, I think. 
Yeah. And at which point I'll put on the uh, the 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 computer with the video from the conversation. There is the three of you in the wider in the is a wide shot, no audio. It's just Audrey, Obasi, and yourself. And off to a corner, Nangiso. Right. Okay. Not sure about that. I mean, I told her most of the conversation anyway, so it's no harm done there. But she didn't say that she'd been lurking. Maybe we should have a conversation. I think we need to have a conversation about surveillance and opacity and all that. I think we all need to have a conversation before we go into the shitstorm we're about to go into. Yeah, I think you're right. They're next door, by the way. Oh, it's okay. not like you have you don't They're have to walk door. the whole ship. It's like literally next That's... room, next door over. Knock on that door. So, oh, sorry. sorry in point some... of fact, when I'm waking up, I'm going immediately to see Teach. So I don't know if I'm. Yes, you're sorry. Me. You said that. Yes, you yes. did say that. So, <clears throat> by the time these two go knock on the door, it'll be only Janish. So let's do that quick conversation with Teach. Uh, you go to the bridge. Yeah. Uh, and you're instructed to go to Com's room where he is. So you a little bit looking for him, yep. but you find him really fast. Like he has a, okay. uh, he, a, a sort of predictable pattern when he arouses because he wants all the information coming. <clears throat> You're an inch. All right. Uh, yeah. I've got somewhere we can talk. What ain't going to be observed or recorded or anything like that. Uh, sure. You're right. You look peckish. I'm fucking hungry, mate. Yeah. But suspect that what I'm going to tell you is important enough to let that lie for a minute. That important. Come. He <laughs> just goes downstairs with you. Okay. Well, whenever we get to where we're going. Yeah, it's a place that sound is getting a little louder, the clanking and the moving and all that, but then go into a room. It feels really cold, but then lights go on. You're inside a freezer that looks very hermetically sealed. I'll say to him, uh, So yesterday, I was about on the ship, uh, my co-remate, Matilda, she's got some previous difficulties, let's say, with Obasi. Yeah, not so the I was, one. I was moving around the ship, just making sure that uh, she was alright, or rather that he weren't doing anything he shouldn't have been. You were anyway, looking out for your friend. Right. Anyway, Got happens it. I was party uh, to a conversation that he had with her and with a girl called Audrey. So in the camera, he's <clears throat> Anarch. In which he told all the people that was there about a deal he had with you around uh, Prince Nathaniel. A deal. Yeah, Booney was calling him with you. <clears throat> he hasn't called on that. Well, well he's telling I people thought that. And what, what I'm coming to tell you is, it don't matter to me if that's true or it's not. But it does matter to me that we, the faction, have got some standing. If he's told that to a Camarilla person who owes him a life boom, 
and to Matilda, who owes him a life boon. Which, by the way, cashing in on her to get her to murder nice. Roger. Yeah. Figures that they might rush off and tell other people in their factions, and that might create a problem for you. It's, give me a second, because I will need to. Yes. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm in a freezer. It's all I need, really. <laughs> Okay, um, so there's good news and bad news. The, the good news is that you no longer have your compulsion. Yay. Transgression is no longer an issue for you. Am I dead? Is that why? <laughs> no, no, you're not dead. Uh, you, will, you will definitely be knocked out of Teach's path by a backhand, like he will move, like, because he closed the door behind you and then you were between him yes, and the yes, door. Yes, yes, The door would be heavily mangled. You will only, you will only take, uh, four points of, of superficial damage. Sure. I mean, I can yeah. take that, right? <laughs> a half down to two, because he just moves you away with potence. Yes, yeah, yeah. As he sort of breaks the door of the fridge and Francis his way out, at a really fast pace, breaking his own conviction of not on my ship. Well, that stirred things up a bit. Oh, shit. It is... It is complicated what happens next. But if you want to find out what comes out of Teacher's Frenzy in his own boat, tune in next week for the final episode of Blood on the Severn, Season 3, Episode 10. That's where we're going to call this session to a close. I I hope you're happy having an elder Bruya frenzy in the ship you are. I mean, with a with, a, with done. A, I mean, it's a fury frenzy and he's really clear of who the object of his frenzy is. So It's one less person for us to worry about is the object of his frenzy, so that's fine. Yeah. So until next week, we're going to love you and leave you. Thank you very much to my players. Thank, thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you to our viewers and listeners. Yeah, thank you, lovely viewers. Thank See you, you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.